Hey, welcome to the Heart and Soul Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Suzanne Bernard. This is the place where we discuss authentic and inspiring leadership. It's the kind of stuff they don't teach you in business school. The Heart and Soul Leadership Podcast is dedicated to bringing you insight on how your leadership has a direct impact on people's lives. Let's do this. Welcome to the show. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Heart and Soul Leadership Podcast. And today we're going to talk about the nine types of intelligence according to Gardner. But first, let me tell you how excited I am about uh, my day today. So today I'm celebrating three years in business. April 4th, 2016 is the day I founded my business where I became an entrepreneur, which was one of my life dreams. And I have more dreams that I know I will pursue. But let me first say how liberated I feel uh, through this decision and how grateful I am for my customers, my listeners, my friends and family who have supported me, my business network who's encouraging me. For all of you listening out there, I want to let you know how grateful I am and how happy this life has been for me so far in the past three years. I've experienced tremendous growth, expansion, soul expansion, really. Uh, I've been learning and I've been doing experiments. Like this podcast itself is one of one of my check-in-the-box dreams to be uh, going from a big consumer of podcasts to having my own is in itself an amazing thing for me. And I'm actually getting the twist of it. I find it easier and easier uh, to speak, to edit, to uh, publish the podcasts, and um, even to find the subjects and the guests. So without further ado, let's jump into our subject today. So I came across uh, something that really is a very, I don't know, interesting subject to me. And it's the nine types of intelligence according to Gardner. And um, I've always said that I was someone who had a kind of intelligence that things didn't come just like that to me. I had to work hard to get good grades in school. And uh, compared to other people who don't need to work much and can get away with great marks or normal to great marks in things that like physics and math and finance and stuff like that and for me these people represent represented and probably still represent because it's a it's a paradigm right and that's what we're talking about today these people represent um you know the epiphany of intelligence i guess right So when I came across this article, and throughout my life, I've had these reflections on intelligence. And, you know, we eat, do we have a capital of intelligence? Do we grow our intelligence? Are there different kinds of intelligence? You know, people who have an excellent memory uh, versus people who have a normal memory. Uh, people who have a sense of orientation. People who have great judgment. You know, all of these things are types of intelligence and we're going to talk about them in a bit more detail, not too much detail, so I don't get you bored. Um, 
but I find that when I came across Gardner's work recently and I realized that he started talking about different types of intelligence since 30 years. He started researching and publishing his stuff 30 years ago. I thought, well, how come, you know, we still have this, mm, uh, well... Uh, uh, well, perception, sorry, <laughs> French and English crisscrossing in my head right now, perception that intelligence is about math skills or scientific skills or logical problem solving, which it is, but there's other types, right? And still today, I feel that IQ tests, uh, either are simple tests on the internet or if you do one with a professional Um, they're still kind of based on, heavily uh, biased on, um, you know, logical thinking and mathematical equations or, you know, problem solving. And so if we just jump into a very high level summary of the nine types of intelligence that Gardner has uh, explored in his, in his work, we're going to see that intelligence is, is a varied mechanism it's a varied skill and I find that this is totally what I try to do in my life is I try to open possibilities and expand you know my soul and my clients possibilities as well and so I find that this is a very expansive subject we can have lots of conversations about types of intelligence and we can even reflect on our own types of intelligence. The one we have that come, you know, right away when I'm going to talk about it, you're going to say, I have that one, I have that one, I don't have this one. So, you know, as we go through them, then maybe you should decide which ones you have, which ones you have less of and you want to develop them because I'm sure that as soon as we become aware of something, we can then start working on it and not working on it in the sense that we're broken, we need to fix it, uh, working on it in a sense of expansion, you know. And for me, I use this word a lot. Uh, expansion is uh, closely related to freedom and freedom is the underlying value that I have had throughout my life, but uh, that is really surfacing now. So first type of intelligence, uh, according to Gardner's work, is uh, naturalist intelligence or nature smart. So this is understanding living things and reading nature. And he even perhaps, you know, receiving messages from nature or vibrations or feeling things when we're outside or like this sense of connecting with nature and even special talents like ease of growing things, you know. So maybe you're planting seeds in the ground and they sprout and you have a magnificent vegetables or beautiful flowers or, her or herbs. Um, so think about that one. Are you able to grow even indoor plants? Anything that has to do with nature, is it easy for you? Second one is musical or sound smart, uh, discerning sounds, pitch, tone, rhythm, and timbre, ease in playing or composing music, right? So Mozart would be an example of that. 
um, sometimes we expose children to music and we find out they have this special ability. The third one is the logical and mathematical intelligence or numbers smart. So that is all about quantifying things, making hypotheses and providing Uh, and improving them, sorry, uh, using a scientific approach, right? So that's the one that I believe is mainstream and is still, I think, valued or admired, I guess. Maybe it's because I don't have that one as developed as I would like to have it, that I value it or that I admire in others. Um, and I'll get back to... to to that or like wrap it up with the last one the ninth one so the fourth one is existential or life smart so being able to ask yourself the question questions such as why we live who are we what's our purpose how does life work why do we die uh, having an ease in philosophical thinking Um, being able to ask yourself these questions without the need to, to find a logical answer, without the anguish of not getting an answer, not knowing the answer, or never finding it sometimes, or finding a changing answer, right? The fifth one is interpersonal or people smart. So this is more than entertaining good relationship. It's sensing people's feelings and motives, the ability to interpret behaviors, um, ease of interacting one-on-one, -on -one, but also in a crowd, and also um, ease of perception of what just happened, even if the room is empty or even if... No one is here, right? But people's imprints are still there. Number uh, six, uh, it's bodily or kin kinesthetic, kinesthetic, uh, body smart. So coordinating mind and body in terms of this is what I, I want to do and this is what I can actually do, you know? And, you know, sometimes I have this image when I talk about that pole, uh, the one you know, that... Uh, Olympic sport where you have to use a pole and go over the bar. I don't have the word right now in English in my mind. But that takes a lot of coordination. Um, dancing. If you look peop at people who are doing dance competition, I mean, sometimes you're just amazed at how good they are. Uh, strong coordination and consciousness of where the body is in space. Expressing yourself with the body. I was talking about dance just now. Physical agility, meaning, you know, you know, you have children or people that they constantly injure themselves or have a broken body part, um, and other kids that never injure themselves. Well, that's what I mean by physical agility, uh, having a sense of balance and general ease in sports. I mean, I was so jealous when I was a kid and I was trying so hard to learn downhill skiing and I was taking my lessons and I was being serious and, you know, I was very scared of going on the big chair. 
because we back then we were learning on using the t-bar to go back up when we were in uh, ski school and then after the first I guess it was nine or ten lessons we got to go on the chairs and the chairs back then they didn't slow down when when they arrived they were just going always the same speed and that chair came in fast and you had to get off of it fast once you were up the hill right and I got I was scared of it I know you know I thought you know I don't like this chair it's going too fast I'm not sure I'm that good you know and then I realized that some young kids mostly boys I'm sorry to say but that was my observation they would just like get on the hill get some skis get on the hill and go down the big hill on the first time you know they had no fear they they didn't doubt that they were able to handle this and so that's where that's one kind of of uh, intelligence according to uh, Gardner the seventh one is linguistic or word smart so finding the right words to express what is meant uh, adapting a message to the audience putting words on emotions finding the right words in highly emotional and in, and sensitive situations and even I would add my own example would be ease at learning different languages right I mean have you have you ever met someone who tells you I can uh, speak five six or seven languages I imagine all these languages side by side inside that person's brain that is mesmerizing I'm so impressed by that Number eight is uh, uh, visual intelligence or picture smart. So visualizing things in 3D, 3D, having a sense of orientation, a sense of color and design. So, you know, putting things together in, a, in your house, like having a sense of this color will be beautiful on the wall. Like you, I, for me, this what this is a very big challenge. And knowing that if I buy this lamp and this, I don't know, side table for the bedroom, it's gonna match the rest of the room is so difficult. I I need help every time to figure myself out. The last one is intrapersonal or self smart. So this is all about understanding ourself uh, what we feel what we want using our intuition having a high ability and ease at discerning and taking the right decision and so this is the one that I find is a wrap-up of all the others or it's like the container one I believe that having discernment or good judgment not not as in judging others more as in discerning what should be done in certain situation ease at making decision through having a good judgment of with which is the best option and what are the consequences and what are the trade-offs I find that if you are able to grow your judgment judgment or discernment grows I believe through our, our lives and it I think it is growable I mean in sense of you can develop that type of intelligence um, so I'm thinking if I have very high math skills but I don't have judgment or the, I don't have people smarts 
Um, I'm not as well equipped as if I have those two things to help out or nurture my mathematical skills. And so if I don't have mathematical skills, um, then maybe I can combine a couple of the others and still feel intelligent. <laughs> Somewhat. Um, and I've always had that understanding of intelligence. I mean, you guys can agree or disagree and I'm welcoming all the comments and I'm welcoming all the points of view in it, especially if I said something that hurts you. I, I don't want... I would, really don't want to hurt anyone by what I'm saying here on this podcast or any other episode, right? I'm just wanting to share this information. I want you to feel smart because you have these kinds of intelligence under your belt, in your in your brain, really. And for me, that's very exciting that there is more than math and logical skills to be had out there. So that's it for me. Oh, I just want to let you know who Howard Earl Gardner is. He's, uh, he's born in 1943 in Scranton, Pennsylvania, U.S. He's an American developmental psychologist and professor at the Harvard School of Education. He's the father of the theory of multiple forms of intelligence. And he believes that schools should support the development of all forms of intelligence. So I'm asking myself, and I'm sure he's asking himself the same question. Does school really support other kinds of development of other forms of intelligence? I think it does. But I also think that it depends on the school, the schooling method, the school system. And it depends on... Um, No, I'm not. In, it's still heavily in mainstream schools, heavily biased towards math and science skills, not only in terms of the way it's taught, but in terms of what is uh, considered valuable. I think I would say that. Yeah. So, of course, it's an opinion. I welcome your comments. Uh, if you want to subscribe to the podcast, go ahead. That would mean the world to me. If you want to see my work, it's uh, SuzanneBernard.com would be, would be my website. And until next time, I wish you a great day. See you later. Bye, everyone. <laughs>